Hello, hello, and welcome back to Cutting Chai Stories, where the writing is short and sometimes sweet, just like the half servings of milky tea we call Cutting Chai back home in India. I'm your host, Jayati Vora. And before we get started, happy 2021, everyone. First, some good news. Thanks to all of you, Cutting Chai Stories was at the number 19 spot in the India charts on Spotify for a whole month last year. That's not in a specific category, mind. It's all of India. We put out close to 250 minutes of writing tips and prompts and stories. And you guys, all my fabulous listeners, tuned in from 37 different countries around the world. So thank you to each and every one of you who listened to this podcast, who shared it with a friend, who left a review on Apple Podcasts, and if you haven't already, there's still time. I know the new year hasn't started off on a great foot for some of us with the pandemic and recent political events, especially here in the US. They're very much top of mind. And in a time when it feels like we may be losing control, I wanted to do an episode that I hope will help you exert a sense of control in your life. Let's do it together. I'd like you to take out a pen and paper or whatever writing implement you prefer, but let's make it analog. No writing on computers for this one. All right, did you grab something? Great. A lot of you, I'm sure, have made New Year's resolutions, but I just came across this concept of a word of the year. Instead of, or in addition to, picking a New Year's resolution, you pick a word for the new year. The idea is to choose a word that sets your intention for the coming year. It's not a material thing, an object, a concrete desire, like do more yoga or eat healthier food. It's more of a mindset thing. Here are some of the words that the folks in the Cutting Chai Stories Facebook group came up with. Momentum. Connection. Beginnings. Equity. Stretch. Here. I want you to think of a word for yourself. What word captures the intention with which you will live your life for the next 12 months? What choice will you make? Take a second, close your eyes and visualize yourself for the rest of the year. How do you want to carry yourself? How do you want to show up in the world? What energy do you want to bring? Wrote something down? Great. I'm going to tell you to do what I told my kids to do in my creative writing class just this past Monday. I want you to play with the word. Get colorful with it. Write it out in a different font. Maybe make it all uppercase or all lowercase. Color it in. A lot of my kids chose words like brave and courageous and happy. And they illustrated what those words meant to them. I did the exercise along with them and had to borrow my son's crayons to capture the crazy pink and white zebra effect of my colored in word. Alright, so now you've done that. Did anyone read Rudyard Kipling's Just So Stories? They're a collection of short stories he wrote for his daughter and they're about really fun topics like how the whale got its tiny neck or how the leopard got its spots. As a child in school in Bombay, one of the essays I remember I most enjoyed writing was about why dogs wag their tails. That's a kind of an origin story. Usually you find these in folklore, stories of where the sun and the moon came from, why the stars are up in the sky, stuff like that. And it's really fun to let the imagination loose, get playful with your writing. By the way, if you would like a second writing prompt today, I invite you to do the one I was given as a child. Why do dogs wag their tails? But that's an aside. 
what we are going to do is we are going to write an origin story but for ourselves so not for the sun and the stars and the moon but for us remember that word we chose just a few minutes ago well we are going to write the origin story of how we became that word so if you chose brave the title of your story could be how jayati became brave obviously substitute your own name there if you chose an abstract noun like momentum or equity it could be how oswald gained momentum or how wendy discovered equity or how wendy promoted equity you can you know tweak that title depending on whatever makes sense now you can do this exercise as something that's focused on your business or career and it can be future pacing future pacing is basically a fancy word it asks you to imagine yourself in the future in a given situation where you imagine how you will behave how you will come out on the other side of grappling with this problem whatever it is so if you're struggling with growing your business and your word is growth then the exercise could be about imagining what a rapidly growing business would look like and the origin story of how you grew that business it could just as equally apply to some problem you're having in your job or your family life or it could be totally fictional like one of my 8-year-old students who wrote about how he became brave by meeting a robot in a gray glowing spaceship who showed him that there were always answers to scary questions see at arantula i told him don't worry just call mom and dad and then he he started being brave he stopped being scared of everything i thought that was very sweet um but of course it needn't be related to anything specific in your life it doesn't need to be a problem that you have it could just be a change you want to implement a way you want to grow as a person anything like that feel free to incorporate spaceships and robots or unicorns and griffins if that's where your imagination takes you and feel free to future pace and write about what you want your life to be like in 2021 this one isn't a word limit activity but a time limit one set the timer for 10 minutes think of your title and just let the words come And if you feel like sharing either your story or how writing it made you feel, please do share it with me on Instagram with the hashtag Cutting Chai Stories, or on Facebook in the Cutting Chai Stories Facebook group, or feel free to just email me at cuttingchaistories@gmail.com. You know how much I love hearing from listeners. Finally, I wanted to share with you a powerful column that came out of a writing prompt I gave you many months ago in season one, actually. Some of you may remember it. It was what's in your go bag. If there's an emergency, if your home is on fire and you have to leave in a hurry, what would be the thing that you would take with you or things that you would take with you? And Samira Khan, a journalist from Bombay, wrote a column inspired by that prompt that she published in the Indian Express. With her permission, I'd like to read a little bit of it for you here. She writes about the Bombay riots of 92-93. The Babri Masjid, the medieval mosque in the northern Indian state of Uttar Pradesh, was demolished by a Hindu fundamentalist mob who believed it had been the birthplace of the god Ram. It was followed by bomb blasts in Bombay and riots that very specifically targeted Muslims. I was in the 7th grade and I remember the fear all of us felt as we were bundled into those school buses in the middle of the afternoon and sent off home. As a Hindu in a well-off neighborhood, I had very little to fear, but my friends in other areas saw horrific things, 
and the city was never the same again. In the history of my beloved hometown, the 1992 riots were this terrible scar and everything changed. There was a before and an after and Bombay was just never the same. Samira, a Muslim, wrote about her memories of hastily leaving her house because it wasn't safe. Here's what she writes. It struck me that I should carry the rough draft of the essay I was writing for admission to a college abroad, and maybe a weapon of some sort, a bidri envelope opener, the metal knuckle dusters that had proved useful against harassers in the bus, more, something more. I went to the kitchen to search. I ignored the knives, though thinking back, they should have been my first port of call. But the newspapers by then had been sick with news about stabbings and gunshot wounds. My eyes settled on my mother's red chili powder bottle. I seized it, wrapped it in a shirt, and put it in my knapsack. Perhaps it evoked the memory of Smitha Patel using chili powder against an oppressor to great effect in Mirch Masala. Many years later, it struck me that we only used mild Kashmiri chili powder not particularly noted for its fieriness. The column goes on, and thankfully Samira's family was safe, and they were able to return. You can read the entire column on Instagram at her handle at samjourno123. That's S-A-M-J-O-U-R-N-O-1-2-3. Thank you so much, Samira, for allowing me to share your story. So there you have it. A looking back and a looking forward. What memories have stayed with you over the decades? Good ones? Bad ones? What new ones will you make this year? As always, if you like this episode, if you found it useful, if it sparked something in you, please do review it, share it with a friend, and let's grow our Cutting Chai Stories community. See you next Thursday. (laughs)